welcome to another episode of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. I am your host, Marco, with my lovely co-host, Jessica. How's it going, Jessica? It's good. How are you, Marco? I'm all right. Okay, good. It was another week. It was a week. It's the countdown to Christmas week. Oh, we made it through. The kids had to go virtual for a few days. Yep, after Thanksgiving. You know, yeah, it's that Thanksgiving buffer they put in after they've been in person all fall. And out of an abundance of caution, they decided to just have the kids who were off for Thanksgiving from school and then stay out for three extra days just in case. Give them that one week buffer and they went back Thursday. Yeah. Although part of me is like, you know what? Just out of uh, in terms of routine and everything, might as well go on. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I loved having to go back so like I could get some work done Thursday and Friday, <laughs> but for out of routine it's like why don't we just like keep them home thursday and friday that's a full week that's then they I get thought. the weekend that's that's an extra four days and then go back monday but whatever they went back it's you know you can argue it either way i can argue it either way with myself we can make a whole podcast out of that that's we not. won't that's not this episode <laughs> but having all three home you know and i'm running actually i was running multiple computers for work and then we had kid uh kid one was up on her laptop up in her room, plus playing on her phone, texting her friends. Mm-hmm. And then we had kids uh, two and three on laptops in the kitchen. And I heard then, kid four was really upset that she didn't also have a laptop. No, she was on a tablet. Actually, she was on three tab- tablets simultaneously. One was streaming TV and or videos on YouTube or something. And then she was playing games simultaneously. Nice. Yeah. It's good to be kid four. Yeah. <laughs> The Academy of Pediatrics are like really oh. nailing, you know, 2020 is their year in terms of screen time with kids. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's fine. And then just so I was on the same floor with them, I was on a laptop, but I was around the corner in another room so I could try to get some work done. <laughs> it was rough, uh, but better than the old school because it was very regimented, very scheduled. It was even the even the second grader. It was you will be on at this time. We will mm-hmm. take attendance. We will go through grades when the other teachers are in. You're going to go tune into their stuff. Yeah, it wasn't like. Oh, well, we'll post the assignments and just have at it all day. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, that worked for last year and doing quarantine and everything. But I was really happy that that wasn't the format that this school decided to to Go use with. this time. Yeah, um, I like the live, the idea of the live versions of classes. I didn't get to see any of it in practice because I was at work. But um, the kids all said they really liked it. They didn't seem to have too many glitches. I know there was one day where things well were one not of the one of the out. special resource type teachers i don't know she comes in and she works with all the kids throughout the school on projects she you know she posted a link it was a bad link to a google meet we weren't the only one because a kid two, our second grader sends off an email to that teacher mm-hmm. and his teacher right nice email and then we went and looked at the bulletin board for his classroom and he wasn't the only kid putting stuff somebody said hey we're in this link's dead it's not working and he you know i I coached them through how to say ditto, and then another classmate got on and chimed in. So there's multiple classmates going, basically, what the fuck? So. Um, so how awesome is it that kid number two, who is seven, like can email his teacher? Yeah. And did it And put bull- bulletin pro- board posts in the deal. Google Classroom. It's yeah. a scary thing to have to email a teacher and point out, hey, you're not doing this right. I didn't even fix, t- did fix you, the typos or anything on it. I'm just you, like, let him go. Did you coach through it yeah. at all? Oh, okay. That's good. I was good. sitting right next to him when it's he was doing it. It's a good life skill to have, and I'm happy yeah. that they're getting it at a young age. So it worked out. It, you know, they made it. And so if we have to go back to that, because we're not through this thing yet, even though they're going, oh, the vaccines are coming, they're coming, they're coming. They're not here yet, and it's going to take a while for them to roll out and everybody to get it. So we're still in for more, several more months of this. 
Yay! Yay! <laughs> Grounds to drink. And speaking hey. of that, what are you drinking? Oh, I am drinking Weekend White by Round Barn. Nice. It's a wine. It's great. <laughs> what are you drinking today? I'm actually just drinking tea. Well, I have a green tea with lemon and uh, ginger. Yeah, I know. It's not exciting. You put whiskey in it. I probably could. You don't want to? Not at the moment. You're no fun. I've, you know, there were some whiskey nights already. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> one, of, one of our friends is uh, heading to Florida. He's had enough of Michigan and lockdown life, so he's going to go where they're not locked down and have lots of Rona. Lots of Rona. He's going to sit on the beach and sip Ronas. Coronas. Hey, I would happily sit on the beach and sip anything at this point, although we live in Michigan and it's really cold We've here. We've been teasing him because he's not the only, he's a, a hockey friend and like he's not the only member who has like two of the other guys have retired and moved to Florida. And we're like, you're going to, are we starting a Southern division? One of the other guys is thinking of moving to Texas. Another guy's thinking of moving to Louisiana. We're like, we'll just have the ad- local adult league. The Southern Division. We'll have a championship. You guys can come up once, you know, three times a year or something. Yeah, halfway for everybody. We'll be the national champions of how many local rinks have a multi-state championship? We could be the first (laughs) that we know about. It'd be awesome. That would be awesome. Beer league across the country. Except for that whole coronavirus thing. Well, yeah. Sorry, your coronavirus. I don't love that idea because of coronavirus. Uh, Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Whoa, dude! I'm splashing my wine out of my cup. Slip it off your finger. But it's wasteful. I'm sorry, I can't contain myself. <laughs> You're over there licking the side of the cup. This is the end of it, the It's something about your bottle. family it always anymore. comes back to lick it. <laughs> the lick it story, especially this time of year, lick it we comes really back. We really should make that t-shirt for my dad. We should. I think, you, I think you need to tell us the lick it story. <laughs> lick it. We were Christmas shopping one year. In Virginia. In Virginia, right outside of D.C. And we were walking into a TJ Maxx, actually. And <laughs> I think at this point we had been shopping for three or four hours. And it was like 11 o'clock in the morning, if that gives you any idea, into the frame of mind that everybody in our group was in. And your dad's very much like me. Like, if we we're going, we've got a plan. We go in, out, or if we got multiple stops, they're... The, the, the order of the stores makes sense. This was not how that sh- shopping trip was going. It was every which way and would backtrack and like, oh, well, now we need to go to a store that was next That's door to the store we were at before. My mom and I were in charge of the yeah. plan. And so, and so, okay. Your dad and I are already the like, men were like oh irritated. The kids were being noisy. I think we had what, two? At we that had point? two very little kids. They were kids. teeny tiny. And my mom and I were like, we're shopping. This is amazing. We're not going to pay any attention to any details. So, we were walking in to a TJ Maxx. And it was in a strip and, mall, so we were kind of yeah. There, there were lots of stores, stores to bounce between, and we kept um, like when somebody was in the checkout lane, the rest of us would move on to the next store. Yeah, I think we had actually just gotten out of Michael's, which is a that whole or Old Navy or something. Other yeah. like world of its own. The usual type of strip mall type stores. Right. There's a Bed Bath and Beyond, and you everything. guys understand. Yeah. So my dad, the rest of us got into the store and like started looking for the things that we wanted to get. My dad was taking forever, and he was one of the last ones to get into the store. And he finally got in and he was super irritated by the time he met up with all of us. And we were like, what is your problem? And he goes, well, I walked into the door and there was like a man staring at me. And so I didn't like that. And so I just started staring back at him. And the man said, lick it. No, 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 no. No? The man spit in front of your dad. Oh, you tell the story then. Okay. Because I don't. 
Because that was because all, honestly, all I remember is lick it, and it's like a so. Thing. Yeah, the man like went and hocked a loogie and spit right at your dad's feet, and then looked at him, and said, lick it. <laughs> and I do believe my dad was like, <laughs> you, lick you, you lick it. <laughs> so then and the guy, then my dad, ran into the, the store, store away from the man, and then the man followed him in. So he's like, we got to go. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, like, we have to go now. Crazy, like Unabomber looking dude is following <laughs> us around at TJ Maxx. Let's Talking just go. To lick it. And then Lick It has been a running gag in the family. Yep. And your brother was with us somewhere, too. And it's just been like somehow it all comes back to Always. Lick It. All family outings. If we're sitting around, we're playing card games at Christmas time or Thanksgiving or whenever your parents are town. And there, especially there's cocktails going. Lick It. Lick It comes up at some point. And it all comes back to Lick It. It does. And we all have a really big laugh over it. I'm really happy that you remember the specific details of that story. It's because hard not to. It is definitely one of those like long-standing family mythology type stories. And that eventually all the details get lost. Yeah. So oh. if you spill your wine, Jess. Lick It. Lick It. <laughs> I mean, I just did. So. <laughs> <laughs> Should we create a, uh, a line of Red Arrow Health and Wellness uh, t-shirts and one of them can just say, lick it. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. You think anyone would buy a shirt that says lick it? I'll buy one. My dad will probably buy one. That's about That's it. That's two. I don't know. I don't That's know. two right there. So <laughs> We can put them on onesies. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> can wear it while i'm coaching because that's appropriate you'll get fired for that. i know <laughs> real fast fired and banned and probably put on some sort of state list, on on list. stay away from the playing fields and <laughs> oh my okay. what else you had something else though before we did cheers and we were talking about what we were drinking we were talking about licking it um you were gonna say something i was yeah about the week i don't remember i don't know oh dear oh dear you made it through a week at work without like having to go get another COVID test. I'm pretty excited about that. That's an achievement. We have upcoming mandatory COVID tests, I think, in two weeks, so that'll be good. Feels I always like, it like, feels like you just had one. Oh, wait, you did just did, have one. I did, because we had like a whole bunch of kids with symptoms, and we wanted everybody to stay healthy, and like our kids, it's just, you know... We did just do this, because we had... The mandatory, the November mandatory one was what, the week before Thanksgiving? It was. Anyway... Mm-hmm. A week without without uh, brain massages. Yes, that'll be nice. Hopefully that trend will continue for this upcoming week. Hopefully, so then you can get your mandatory one and then make it into 2021 before you have to get another one. Yeah. Be nice. It's fine. It just sort of depends on who gives you the test. Some people are only like rubbing the inside of your nostril, which is not terrible. And other practitioners are still jamming the q-tip all the way up to your brain and wiggling it around on both sides of your head well, and they want to make sucks. sure it's not hiding behind the base of your skull i guess so uh yeah it's fun yay 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 all right mm-hmm. what are we talking about this week rebooting 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 you know that was the name of like my cousin's uh she was in a band at one point rebooted really it was some like country garage band kind of except for they are all like middle-aged or older (laughs) she's a much older cousin oh okay and they're like um i think they did like cover songs and stuff and they would go play breweries and wineries and stuff like that up north yeah anyway good yeah but we're talking about a different kind of rebooting different reboots yes we are talking about uh hollywood Hollywood, no. yeah, we're no original ideas. Suicide Squad again. Woo! Not really. I'm not excited about that at all. But they are. Um, they are, and that is not a bad idea. 
Um, no, we are talking about rebooting an exercise or diet plan or both. Or any self-management plan. Yep. Because they work for a while and then you fall off the wagon. Sometimes. Off the wagon or sometimes it just starts getting and you back off of it a little bit mm-hmm. and it's time to get rebooted. And you and I right now are looking at doing reboots or just kicking it up a notch. Yep. Like, what do you got going on? So I have completely fallen off of my exercise plan and I've fallen off of my diet plan, which has been nice because like it's it's nice to not have to exercise and nice to be able to eat all of the really terrible things and not feel well, bad yeah, about it. Because your 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 office even has a budget for There's the employees. A candy budget. A candy budget for we the employees. Put in, like nah. orders for paper towels and plastic forks and things, and the person that submits that order will say, "Okay, here's our order for the week." And the woman that's in charge of it with for the company will write back and say, "Okay, I've ordered everything, and I added in a bag of candy too." And we're like, "Oh, yay! That's exciting!" And it's not like hard candy it is like a bag not of old Re- people candy no it is like a bag of reese's cups and a bag of nestle crunches and all kinds of other really wonderful and not things specifically not for the clients oh no not for the clients at all it's for us mm-hmm. <laughs> which is so incredibly lovely that they do it i honestly think it's fantastic because like if somebody needs a candy fix they can just go up to that desk and be like i need some candy and that person <laughs> will give it to them oh, we used to do this in one of the offices i worked at uh at one of the offices I used to work at, uh, one of the guys I worked with had a uh, the gumball machines mm-hmm. that we put M&Ms in. Nice. And then we would all, but the company wouldn't give us an M&M budget. We just took turns filling it up and we would feel bad and people would wander in. And it was, a, you know, it was nice when we're working like 14, 16, 18 hour days. Yeah. It was there, but then we started overusing it. So everyone's running the Costco. That we started getting creative with the flavors going in. Mm-hmm. But there was no coordination amongst all of us. So you would have like, the mocha M&Ms, all these special releases, along with the coconut and the peppermint and the peanut butter and the almond and whatever, all mixed together. Nice. And then occasionally you'd get the idiot who'd throw in Skittles. Oh, that's mean. Yeah, it is mean. That's just terrible. I mean, some of the flavors play well together, but when you start mixing everything together, you can't it's tell, a hot mess. It's the same colors. Oh. Yeah. I like the dark chocolate ones. And especially the dark chocolate peanut butter ones. Anyway, uh, so it's but we all had to like you know bring it in ourselves. Yeah, no, the company is just buying us candy and sticking it in our offices. And you're off Which the is, you're off the rails, so you're like just enjoying it too, aren't you? Basically, yeah, yeah, it's nice. I know exactly where it's kept. I know that I can just. <laughs> I was told they're like, yeah, if you ever want a piece of candy, you can just go in there and get it. And I was like, really? And they said, yeah, you can. It's fine. It's like, oh, it's not fine for me, but okay. Well, we did a podcast a while ago about knowing when to kind of go back and recycle or reboot and stuff. And, you know, and I'm at that point, too, where especially as we went through cross country and restarting it and, you know, my workout, my personal workouts took a hit. And I was looking at it. instead of going in running, swimming, biking, uh, kayaking, playing hockey, all that stuff. Well, OK, hockey's on a pause right now, officially. Mm hmm. And it's getting colder. We've put the kayak away. Most of the bikes are away. Uh, running, I had, you know, with everything going on, running started dropping back and from a everyday thing with kid one over the summer to it got to be once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my weight, you know, while there's still the usual up and down variability to it, the trend is not going in the direction I like. Yeah. 
and especially after Thanksgiving, the morning after we talked about it was bad, but it was like, oh, it's a five pound spike. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, the next day will we'll be better. And it was down a little bit, but then the following day it was back up again. So I'm like, nice. okay, variability at a higher level and yep. I'm not happy with it. So it is time to, okay, mm-hmm. let's get back on it because let's face it, human nature is you want to do the least amount of effort possible to get the maximum results. Yes. And so when you're starting to get results, it's like, "Ah, I can ease off a little bit. Well, you keep easing off, easing off. And sometimes you ease off a little bit too much. And that's kind of where I'm at now. It's like, well, I can't be that relaxed with this. I need to like step it up a notch to get to where I want to be. So I have not been brave enough to get back on the scale. Um, (laughs) But I still get on every morning. I because it just there's a whole mental Uh, thing that I do with the scale and I don't love that, so I'm just avoiding the scale at this point. See, I just don't fine. think about it. I just but it's part of my routine. I bought all of these very lovely work clothes when I started my brand new job, and they all fit fantastically, if not a little bit big. And now the vast majority are getting tight, and I do not love that at all. So that tells me it is time to get back on the treadmill, it is time to get back on the bike, and it is time to get this diet business back under control. Okay. And I think, honestly, I think you and, like, and usually when we have, go through this, it's like you're rebooting because it happens or, or tuning up or you're getting serious about the workout plan and I'm not, I'm coasting mm-hmm. or vice versa. So the fact that we're lining up at the same time going, yep, let's get back, you know, mm-hmm. let's get serious about this. Yep. Also, my friends decided that they all needed to start exercising again. And one of them put a call out in a group text that we're in and she said, I really need to get my butt back in gear. Who wants to do it with me? And I was the first one to go, me! But then I was also the first one to say, you know what? This is not a good week for me because of work-related things. I'm going to join in next Tuesday when I have a lot more time. Yeah, you did have some big deliverables that you had to yes, bring in. And I did. We'll leave it at that. But yep. So what are you guys doing, you and your friends? You've done the the one-month butt challenge. You've done the ab <laughs> challenge. You've done all sorts of like squat challenges. Mm-hmm. Did you guys pick a challenge or is it just so a general treadmill we bicycle We are thing? not doing a specific challenge. Like if you want to do it, that's cool. But we did not all commit to it. We are committing to doing 30 minutes a day of anything that we want. It doesn't even have to be high intensity, but it does have to like be off of the couch moving your butt. So okay. I'm going to be doing... How do they define high intensity or is it just whatever someone says it's is whatever high intensity? whatever somebody says is high intensity. I have one friend who um, absolutely loves this... Um, online exercise person and she shared her login info with us so we could check out the videos and do it and I did it for two days and I thought that I was going to die and I am not kidding um I'm used to the person that I follow she like will she'll make you work for a few minutes and then you sort of take just a tiny little break and it's it's fine this person that my friend shared with us is like high intensity the entire 30 minutes that you are working. And it is not like skipping through the field intensity. It is like, oh, my God, this isn't this is practically just running, running forever for 30 minutes straight. I can't run for 30 minutes straight. I'm going to die. You're expected to have already done like a warm up routine before you start the video, yes. right? Yeah. So it doesn't include the it's not 30 right. minutes, including so the warm up. I, I did two days of that. And then I was like, dude, I love that you shared this with us. Thank you. Uh, this is not for me. I can't do it. I am not in shape enough for this. Um, so what I think that I'm going to be doing for my 30 minutes, it's just a one month thing to see if like we can all get back on board and get our butts back in shape. 
um, and sort of maintain through the holiday season because we are all going to be baking. We all have kids. <laughs> kids love to make cookies at the holidays. I got a picture from one friend last night. Her kid had the entire very long counter covered in baking supplies and was icing cookies and it looked like so much fun. But also, that's like four dozen cookies right there in their house. Like, very tempting, right? Uh, our kids, our if kids it was, if also it was, do the same thing. If it was four dozen cookies being produced, they probably made about eight dozen cookies worth of cookie dough. Yes, this they is eat true. They as eat much the as they produce. Dough. I eat the cookie dough. It's delicious. Um, but like holiday baking season is upon us. It is definitely a thing. Um, and it's important to keep moving, keep getting some sort of exercise and keep trying to keep the diet on track so that we do not have an explosive gain. And we've talked about in other episodes that also helps with the positivity mm-hmm. because this time of year and staying positive, especially in a year where we've got the corona and the lockdowns, you can't see as many people, all that. It helps you sleep better at night Mm -hmm. because with the extra anxiety and everything of 2020, (laughs) sleep issues are popping up all over the place. Mm -hmm. So doing a workout will help your body stay in a rhythm, stay in a routine and sleep better at night, Yeah, which will help with the anxiety. It's that spiral effect. So Mm -hmm. get some sleep at night, sets you up for a great day the next day with a positive attitude Yeah, so So you can work out again. We all committed to doing 30 minutes a day. Um, everyone but me has been showing up and doing their things. They all know what my situation is, and I plan on joining them next Tuesday. And we'll next Tuesday them. or this Tuesday? Well, it's okay. I don't count Sunday as like the start of the week. Okay. I don't care that technically it is. I don't count it. So next Tuesday. This comes the next Tuesday to show up on the calendar. Mm-hmm. So on our next podcast episode, you can talk about whether you did it or not. Yes. There you go. Mm-hmm. But I've decided. Um, since we don't, I don't have a bike trainer for my bike, I will be getting on the treadmill for 30 minutes a day. I don't know how intense I'll be going, but I think it's okay to start with a baby step onto just getting on the treadmill and doing it for a certain period of time. It might be the world's slowest walk, but I'm going to do it. You and I were chatting about this earlier before we started recording and, you know, we, we were both trained in, uh, in research methods pretty intensely. Mm-hmm. And we come out of a, a scientific background where we we do research so we can publish. Yeah. And even in the clinical settings, we want to show uh, control uh, and not people freaking out. But like that what we're doing and be able to empirically show that's what's making the difference. And it helps when you're billing to an insurance company that they want to know is what you're doing making the difference or is it something else? So. Mm-hmm. You want almost that light switch effect. If we put it in, switch on, the light comes on. Switch off, light goes off. And same with your intervention treatments. When it comes to self-management and working out, yeah, okay, that's nice. But how many people out there are going to actually go publish this stuff? How about you just, it's fine to do, ease into it, to do a little bit. A lot of these uh, New Year's resolutions fail. And we had also, we've talked about doing a New Year resolution show when we get closer to New Year's. Mm -hmm. But they fail because you go from doing nothing that on a specific day, suddenly I'm going to work out seven days a week for three hours a day. Yeah, that's not going to hold. It's not. Ease into it. Now you can, after you ease into it, you can incrementally go up. Now, if there's Mm -hmm. some research nerds listening, us being research nerds too, they're like, well, that's a light switch effect too. And there's a plan to that. Yeah, I get it. Relax. What I'm trying to tell people (laughs) is you don't need to throw the kitchen sink and everything else and have these amazing workout goals and be working out nonstop. You basically go zero to 60 in a blink of an eye. Ease into it. Start simple. And yeah, 30 minutes a day. You guys are doing five days a week or seven days a week? I think seven. 
I mean, even I would say that's a lot, but at least you're you're getting back to it. You're not starting from nothing forever. It's just been kind of a skew. Uh, I restarted this week, and part of it for me was like, I'm going to go and I'm going to work out every single day. I'm not going to, no days off. Now, I'm mixing up what I'm doing, and the default is if I'm, if I'm not, you know, playing garage hockey or something with the kids, uh, I am at the very least getting on the treadmill. So I'm doing something every single day. And then also working on not cheating, you know, being more stringent on uh, diet and nutrition. Even though last night we had a bunch of popcorn. Yes. <laughs> it was just there. It was with the dinner. The Those day really the day was, and like this whole week, I've been very good about being low carb mm-hmm. until the potato chips and the popcorn were all over the table because we, we made hamburgers at mm-hmm. home, cheeseburgers. Did a great job. Had them nicely seasoned. I had mine without they were a bun. Perfect hamburgers. Perfect. They were but, so good. Uh, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'll just have a, a piece of popcorn, which turned into a handful after a handful of, and like, mm-hmm. got on the scale. I'm like, first day that this week that was not on the just a down from the day before, mm-hmm. but it happens. I mean, the main thing is I'm going for trends versus just freaking out over one day. That's why Thanksgiving alone. Wasn't a big deal, but when the level didn't drop back down, mm-hmm. and I just had that same amount of variability I normally have, only at a much higher level, like five pound jump level, and it's like mm, we got to get this trend going down. So the week's been pretty good, easing into it. Uh, I'll probably get more stringent as the weeks go on, but just getting into this, and I can increase the intensity of my runs, I can increase the duration of my runs, but really just been going for half hour to an hour to actually had one that was 80 minutes because it was just having fun and I got into it. Awesome. Um, but, you know, just a few miles. Good. Nothing like crazy. No 10-mile yeah. <laughs> runs. You can only handle the treadmill for so long and it's cold out and I haven't felt like going and doing cold weather running. Ugh. Yeah. So I checked my group text message and it's 30 minutes a day for 30 days straight, okay. which is not terrible. But, so is it all loss if you miss a day? Well, no, I'll just extend my time Okay. Um, to make up for what I've had to skip. You don't have to restart into another stuff. 30 days? Ugh, no. I mean, that is a style of plan. It is, it is and I used that with days. my previous behavior plan I had put myself on, but I know not for this. Um, I am at a point where I need to start off very, very basic and work to building myself. Are there consequences attached with yours or is it just the social disapproval? It's not even disapproval. We talk each other up like, that's okay, you can do it tomorrow. Tomorrow is a new day. Just get back on the horse. The implied social, though, of having to tell your friends I didn't do it. Yeah, that is there. You have to like you have to speak up. Okay. Um, at least you're supposed to speak up. Otherwise, they're just going to ping you like, what'd you do, Jessica? What'd you do? What'd um, you do? What'd you do, Jessica? Mostly, they only we will only do that if somebody specifically asks us to do that. I had one friend over the summer that said, look, I've been really good about running, but now it's the end of the summer and I've not been doing it as good a time. So I need you guys to really step in. And if I don't post something by like six o'clock or whatever, be like, hey, dude, Where's your run for today? Did you do it? You so everyone, need to get anyone up and ever do get it. into a mood where they just like step off, woman? Lick it. Yes. Sometimes. They said lick it? No. Oh. But maybe they'll start after maybe. this. Maybe. But they have said something to the effect of step off. They're like, look, I didn't do it today. It's because blah, blah, blah. Leave me alone. It's like, and that, it's like uh, whoa. Okay. That Chris Farley SNL skit. Lay off me. I'm hungry. Yes. <laughs> I love that skit. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> and also, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So you got your thing, your diet next. Are you doing diet with it too? No, it is specifically for exercise, but I need to get my diet under control because again, my office supplies candy. Every day it is unlimited. It's just there. And it's like, look at me. I'm in a pretty orange wrapper with a Christmas tree on it. No, it's not good. I'm talking about Reese's. Reese's have Christmas tree shaped cups and there's a Christmas tree on the orange wrapper. I haven't had a Reese's in years. So incredibly delicious. You are missing all the fun. I am missing all the fun. That was two Halloweens in a row where I did not eat Halloween Congratulations, you're a better human than I am. Oh. Oh, Look at woman. (laughs) As I crash into the mic, spinning in my chair. No, yeah. I just need to. I need to stop you. And it's not the candy. Like there's candy in the house. And in fact, they uh, in uh, Kid Two's classroom, they had a big auction, and they earn classroom bucks for doing extra work and everything. And they mm-hmm. had it every so often they have an auction. And so he came home and he had this pack of markers, and he's like, "This was fifty classroom bucks." They have a different name for him, but and then, what else did you get? He pulls out this giant bag of fun size candy, mostly Nestle Crunches, which has been a longtime favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, God, let's just put that and in a cabinet where I can't see it. And yeah, nerds are good, too. Um, so there's candy in the house and there's tons of chocolate chips in the Lazy Susan because uh, Kid One likes to make chocolate chip cookies. Um, mm-hmm. About half the batch actually becomes cookies. Everybody likes to eat the dough because it's know. delicious. So I stay away from the dough, too. So there's I mean, the stuff's in the house where just because we're watching what we eat doesn't mean the kids are suffering. No, they're definitely not suffering at all. Occasionally, um, they do. We do live vicariously through them. Those by little like, goobers and their high metabolisms. Oh, I know. Not fair. Um, No, but I so third the diet part of it is not part of our little friend challenge we're doing. But for me, because my clothes are getting tighter, I don't like that. I don't want to have to buy brand new work clothes again. Um, I need to really uh, start watching the diet and sort of get back into low carb. Low carb was very effective for me. And so I would like to start doing that again. I will say and it's uh, very supportive when like I'm doing low carb. It gets kind of depressing when I'm the only one doing it. And when I know. All of a sudden, like, like when we did burgers, everyone's got their buns go out except for me. I always feel better. I didn't when... have a bun. I know you didn't have a bun last night. I haven't had a bun in a really long Just, time. Can I finish my story? Yeah. yeah. But it's really, it feels really good when like the two of us are doing it together. And then instead of just it's dad being weird, it's mom and dad are doing this together. Mom and dad are being weird together. It also makes it easier when I'm cooking dinner and it's like, okay, while I like to make one dinner for everybody, mm-hmm. like when we do duck, usually it's uh, you and I are doing duck and we just do the similar recipe, but we do it with chicken for the kids. Mm-hmm. So it's not a huge meal prep difference. Although uh, kid three now has decided he likes duck breast too. Yeah, that's not surprising, though. That kid eats everything. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. If only he'd grow. Yeah. He eats everything, but he doesn't get any taller. He doesn't does. get any bigger. It's okay. Actually, uh, one of your friends brought by the other day to drop off uh, Girl Scout stuff, mm-hmm. and he came running by the door like a flash. She's like, holy cow, is that insert name of kid three right there? Mm-hmm. She's like, he's so big. <laughs> but like we've been around him where we don't really notice that he has shot up until you kind of look at pictures and going, oh, yeah, he is finally growing. It just took a COVID year to, of being locked down at home for the kid to actually grow. Um, so the good thing about doing low carb, again, um, in relation to sweets, there are some really delicious desserts that you can make that are low carb that will very easily and very happily fill in the place of candy at work for me. So I'm pretty excited about that. And in case you're wondering, I'm talking about fat bombs. Fat bombs are delicious. 
And as long as you keep them cold, everything is fine. So are we making another batch of fat bombs? To We're going to have to because I need to have them like available at work so that I can. Because, you know, sometimes I really just need a piece of chocolate because, you know. Yeah. I'm not the only one. I know. Yeah. And I'm guessing a lot of our listeners know. Also, right. Um, and if I can replace that chocolate craving with a fat bomb, which is technically works for my diet versus grabbing that Reese's cup, that'll be a lot better. Which for has me. its fair share of fat, too. Yeah, but it's, it's also got sugar and carbs and, carbs and stuff. Uh, it's not great. So that'll be good. We need to make some. I can keep them in the freezer at work. We're allowed to do that. So put them in a little container. Leave and be some like, at home for me, though. Well, yeah, I'm not going to take all of them. They make a lot. The recipes are pretty big. Well, that's um, usually I scale up the recipes a lot. Oh, well, scale them up even more. It'll be awesome. But that'll help. Definitely having like a replacement food that's going to scratch the same itch available at work so that I can turn to that versus go to the candy drawer is going to be huge for me. Yeah. Now on the topic of rebooting and mm-hmm. I'll answer it my own question too after you, but like, do you feel like a failure when you have to reboot? Mm-hmm. Do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like, why did you fall off the wagon in the first place? You should have just been able to like keep going and not succumb to like temptation or to laziness. See, I don't as long as I because I feel like I'm successful in catching myself as it's with me. It's less of a I've done this and I've quit. It's more of like I've go into the maintenance realm where it's like I just got to maintain it. I'm not looking to do heavy changes. And that's where it just starts to gradually slide the wrong way. Hmm. And in the past, when I was you know younger <laughs> days, that slide would go on for years. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I look around like, what the hell? How did I, you know, 50, 60, 70 pounds later? Like, what the, what the hell? <laughs> uh, so now just catching it when it's uh, the early stages of that, I'm like, okay, I know what I'm doing. I'm still in control of this. I got it. Mm-hmm. And then making those adjustments. So I don't feel like a failure. I feel like I'm still on top of it, uh, especially since I haven't thrown everything out the window. I just relaxed it a little bit too much. So we're just going to do a fine tweak and tune it in. Well, that makes sense. But yeah. um, for me, I have thrown everything out the window. So. Okay, well then, there you go. So yes, I do feel like a failure because of that. Now, if I had maintained my exercise routine throughout this entire like dietary failure, I would not feel as bad about it. But Well, and your skid really kicked in when you started this new job yeah. and trying to get the scheduling in. And you tried at first getting up at four in the morning to get on the treadmill. But because then I need my sleep. You I need can't. your sleep and you need coffee. And it's hard to like have coffee kick in, especially when you're throwing like the cream and everything in when you don't have a gallbladder. <laughs> yes. It's so a thing. when it kicks in and you're on the treadmill, those are competing contingencies. You can't be addressing the gastrointestinal distress of that while on a treadmill. You cannot. And not, without having to do some heavy cleanup afterwards. Also, nope. Yeah. <laughs> There's a mental it's picture for you. Not compatible. And we'll leave it at that. <laughs> no, I think for me, for this time, exercise is going to have to be in the evening, probably after dinner, um, because I don't, get home until about dinner time anyways and i i want to see my family i want to see my kids i want to eat dinner because i'm usually starving by then <laughs> um so it'll it'll have to be after dinner instead of you know plopping down on the couch and relaxing for that whole maybe two hours after dinner before i go to bed <laughs> have the 30 minutes of it will have to be get on the treadmill and walk yeah mm-hmm. it'll be fine it'll be fine i'll I'm come a little hang out bit- with you no, thank you. Um, I'm a little bit concerned about being really sort of hyped up afterwards and then not being able to fall asleep because, again, I need my sleep. 
And if I don't get my sleep, I'm going to be grumpy the next day. And I work with kids who scream a lot. So being grumpy isn't really an option. No, and then you come home grumpy and that makes me grumpy. Right, then everybody's grumpy. Yeah, and everybody's sucks, grumpy. And it's a horrible, vicious cycle of grumpiness. The trickle down, the trickle down trickle economics down grumps. of grumpiness in the family. Trickly grumps. When it comes to rebooting, what are your top tips for people who are also looking to reboot? Okay, so And this I, is like not starting from scratch. This is just you have something in place. It's gone off the rails a little bit or you took a pause. Getting back on track. Yeah. So my first one is to really, um, I talked about the candy situation at work. And I also talked about bringing in a fat bomb to replace it. Honestly, take a look at your diet and see if you can replace unhealthy things with things that will work um, to give you that same sense of satisfaction if you eat them that are also compliant with your diet. Because removing all the candy from the work environment just isn't this happening. Is never your happen. coworkers they will. They would revolt. Yes. <laughs> they would show up and you don't want revolting like, coworkers, want, do you? We want candy and we want it now. <laughs> no, I don't want revolting coworkers. <laughs> You also don't want angry ones coming in with pitchforks and torches. Right. They're all really pretty, and I want them to to continue being pretty. And if it takes candy for that to happen, then by all means, have the candy. But but you need something for but you. I need something for me that is going to satisfy that chocolate peanut butter candy fix that I need. Yes. Every once in a while. Um, so that is a tip. Look at your diet. See what you're eating. See if you can replace it with something that will scratch that itch, but still be compliant with what for you are me, hoping to do. I've got to go back. I've got a recipe for making uh, like cheese crisps that are like replace for me, replace that salty uh, treat kind of like um, crackers or potato chips or something. And I've done it before cheese crisps. So I need to get some more of those and make a a few batches because that's where I start going off the rails. Mm -hmm. It's not the sweets. It's the salties. I have that problem too. Potato chips have become a staple in my diet and that's terrible. Um, So I am going to need some sort of salty, crunchy replacement. For them. I tried doing seaweed crisps before and those were pretty good. But once you get satiated on them, like it takes a long time for that to go away. So I don't think that will work. Fair enough. And it's an acquired taste. Not everyone's going for that. For sure. They are good at first, though. I will say that. Awesome. Mm -hmm. What's your next tip? My next tip would be to set a date and then really stick to it. Like I am going to get on the treadmill next Tuesday because things at work should be calm. It's a good time to do it. So I'm going to do it and then hold yourself accountable to that. What happens if you don't do it? Have some sort of consequence. For me, it's TV use. It's going to be like, if I did it, then I can sit with my husband and watch our favorite show at the end of the night because you just are. Um, what about just the shame of telling you've already told the ladies you're going to do this, knowing that you have to go back and admit yeah, but that I you don't failed. Live with them. I could lie to them. You barely ever see them anymore because of COVID. Stupid COVID. I don't get to see my friends. Yeah. Um, no. So that 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 shame right there, they're going to hold me accountable is definitely a part of it. But also I need some Every sort time of. I keep saying shame, though. It makes me think of the opening interview of the movie Slapshot. What? And then you go to the putty box and you feel shame. Not really. And then you get Slap out. <laughs> no, there's no shame in that. Um, it's just a great sequence. It's a great movie. <laughs> I need, for me, I need some sort of tangible that I can enforce myself. Like telling my friends are going to tell me, that's okay, don't feel bad, do it tomorrow, um, which is nice. But I need to have some sort of consequence. And for me, it's going to be TV. Fine. 
Look, I didn't say you couldn't watch the show. I said I can't watch it. We'll watch my shows. Oh. See, that works too. There you go. We'll watch some Oak we'll have Island. To watch Marco's crappy shows where they never find anything. Historical or dramas. Anything. Documentaries. <laughs> no. See? You're, you're okay. in so much pain. <laughs> what was it? Last night we were watching, uh, they were looking for uh, Shackleton's lost ship from his failed exploration. Do you know how boring that show was? Fascinating. No. It was awful. But you know what happened afterwards? You turned on Die Hard and that was much better. <laughs> well, we needed a nice Christmas movie. We did. We haven't and watched it And let's face it, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. So is Die Hard 2. Is it? Yeah. Have I seen Die Hard 2? It's the one that's over at like Dulles mm. in DC with the terrorists. They all have terrorists in them. Oh, whatever. It's the ones at the airport. I like, I like the one um, where they are like computer nerds and are hacking. Also in DC, yeah. I like that one. But at that point, Bruce Willis is bald. It doesn't matter. And it's got the guy from Santa Clarita Diet. Yeah, that guy. I like that guy. Yeah. He's really good in that movie. So you should you should watch that one. Die Hard or Live Free. Live Free or Die Hard. I don't know. It's the one with Kevin Smith. Right. He's great, too. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody should watch that Die Hard. It's good. Die Hard number one and Die Hard whatever number that is. Die Hard three is also great. It's got Samuel L. Jackson. That one is good. Yeah. That's not number and two. And Alfred. Hmm. Old Alfred? No, Alfred, who wears, like, combat boots. What? Um, ben Affleck's Alfred. What the hell is that guy's name? Scar. Why am I? Jeremy ha- Irons. Thank you. I'm having a complete brain fart on who it was. Jeremy Irons, yes, Scar. I didn't know he was Ben Affleck's Alfred. He's Ben Affleck's Have we Alfred. seen that Batman? He's been, yeah. Have solo. I seen it? Yes. Oh. He's Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. <laughs> Batflick. It was his Alfred. He was also Scar in The Lion King. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Irons is a phenomenal actor. If you can't think of anything else that he's been he in, you need to up your movie game. The Borgia, he was good in that too. Yeah. Yeah. He was a fun pope. Not to be Let's not to be confused that. with the young pope. Oh my god. That movie or the went, new pope that or whatever. Show went off the rails. Yeah, we never even made it through the second season. It was I'm like positive all right. we're not missing anything. Yep. Lost interest. For sure. Anyways. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Let's get back on. Do you have consequences for yours? You know what? I don't, actually. Other than uh, I've got implied social consequences because for me, I mean, we've got between this podcast and our associated Instagram account and, you know, just pressure I put on myself. um, That's enough. I mean, even just like, hell, just every time I see my parents, it's like, okay, eyes up here. Stop looking at my stomach. You know, it's just that kind of stuff. That internal piece keeps me going. That's good. If I need, a, you know, I don't need the big overt stuff anymore. The big over the top, heavy consequences. Uh, that internal social piece is enough yeah. for me these days. So that'll hold me on. I definitely don't Plus, I like, have. I want to be able to like run. I'm already starting. It's winter. I'm starting to eye the summer triathlons and races and whatnot. And it starts now in the gradual it's build true. to be. I hit a new adult because I've, I've talked about this before where I've got my PRs from when I was a uh, high school runner. But then I went so off the rails and got so heavy that I've got the adult set of PRs. And I set a new P- 5K PR over the summer. Mm-hmm. And I want to improve on that this coming summer. For me, that starts now with a gradual build so I don't hurt myself. Because That's a very my, good point. My old body takes a while to build up to it. I'm not. 15 years old anymore i'm not 20 or 25 
I'm in my forties, and so I'm gonna do it gradual. So I because if it does hurt, it hurts for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have hopefully the Naperville triathlon coming up next summer, uh, and I need to be working towards that because I can't swim in the winter. So that leaves. Honestly, that leaves walking on the treadmill to get ready for that aspect of it. There's one in June in Michigan, and I don't know if it's going to take place, but I've been eyeing it for a while, and I kind of hope it does. And it's a it's a Kai try up at Sleeping Bear Dunes, which mm. if you're not familiar with Sleeping Bear Dunes, it is a, uh, a national park, and it's a giant sand dune. So this is a kayak bike run, mm-hmm. but the run is up this mountain of a sand dune and along the top. So it's an incredibly hard challenge, and especially in this part, usually the bigger, more challenging races tend to be later in the summer, so you can start in the spring, and you can do your serious training in the summer, and then by the time you get to August, September, that's when the big races are. Well, this one's in June, and also, I mean, I usually look at them like, well, it's during track season, I can't work out during track season. And this year, you're like, I also always put on weight during track season. So, and I'm not, this is not a cue in for those people listening for clues on whether I'm going to keep coaching or not. It's like, if I'm coaching, I don't want to put on weight during coaching this year. Yeah. So I want to have that on the calendar if it's happening. Thanks, COVID. <laughs> I want to do it. Um, I want to run up there, you know, because it's only a few hours away. Camp out, go to the race, come home. Uh, it's right around the time the kids get out of school, uh, so we can either go as a family or not. Uh, the, the kids have been talking about we want to do camping again. I know you're not wild about it. No. But even if it's just me, I'll go, and then I'll just take my, my stinky butt home and take a shower at home. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> I'll jump in Lake <laughs> Michigan first. None of that first. sounds appealing. He'll jump in the uh, lake. But, you know, that's something I'm eyeing, too, and that's that's kind of my, my thing is I put races on the calendar to train towards and that's the extra motivation going to that if i take days off and i go on a skid i'm gonna pay for it. it's physically going to hurt down the line if i'm not preparing my body for it correctly and right now like i have what we have our our uh the mishex up in uh the up for august so it was our 2020 race that got postponed to 2021 or rolled forward mm-hmm. hopefully that's happening i'm i mean, really enjoyed it when we went before so i'm looking forward to that apple cider century our registration rolled forward because and that's not a, a race it's just a ride but i want to go for a big ride on that one mm-hmm. and that's uh, always the last sunday in september and for me it's an actual extra piece too because i play in a sunday night hockey league so it's like go for a big bike ride and still be able to work my legs to go play hockey that night. <laughs> I, but other than that, then, like, have, haven't really signed up for 5Ks and stuff yet. And I know some of the, like, one, there's a triathlon company that hosts lots of races. Between them, we, we having mixed experiences with them most recently. And then just not knowing if they're going to be actually able to host these races. We haven't signed up for any of their stuff yet. Nope. If we are at all. I don't know. I- Mm. we've gotten into that already yeah um so yeah we'll see mm-hmm. but again we're just going off on a tangent there long tangent long tangent what's it your happens. what's your next tip my next tip look it no my next tip is don't be afraid to ease into it word yeah you don't want to at least for me I do not want to be like, yeah, I'm going to do three miles on the treadmill and then I'm going to get off the treadmill and I'm going to do 100 sit-ups and then I'm going to do this over here with my arms and I'm going to do that every single day for 30 days. Like, that's completely bad <laughs> shit crazy. 
Easing no. into it can be in terms of frequency, duration, mm-hmm. intensity, all of those. Yeah. Frequency being how many days a week you do it or how often you do it. Yeah. Duration being the time between the start and the finish. So mm-hmm. if you're getting on the treadmill, you can eat, start out. If you're really been off the wagon, if you only need to go to for 15 minutes, fine. Then next, you know, over the following week, make it 20. The following week, make it 30. Mm-hmm. Increase that duration. And then intensity is just what you're How much like. you're doing. How, well, how, how fast. How hard are you doing it. How hard are you working yourself. Yeah, definitely. So my intensity for this is going to be really, really tiny. It's going to be 30. All I have to do is 30 minutes on the treadmill. There is What are no... you setting? The, in terms of intensity, we could go with the speed you set the treadmill at. Yeah, we can. Mine's probably going to be pretty low. It's probably going to be like closer to two. Okay. Two miles per hour. So it's going to be a little tiny walk. Yeah. Um, but, but then it's you can. Be but that's a that starting point. Full 30 minutes. And then once I am um, consistently able to do that and am not like feeling like I'm going to die or feeling like I'm going to punch somebody in the face when I'm done. Then I know it's time to up the intensity a little bit. Then I'll increase how many miles per hour I'm walking for that 30 minutes. It'll be a tiny increase, but it'll be an increase. The important part is to establish a starting point. Yep. And then you can build from there. Yeah. If you throw it in, you're like, I'm going to run at a seven. Run. (laughs) Or, you know, set the treadmill to seven and go for 20 minutes or 30 minutes. It's like, yeah, you're going to die. You're going to actually have to scrape you off the wall behind the treadmill. Exactly. That mirror back there will shatter. Do you have something that you're going to watch while you're on the treadmill, by the way? You know keep it what? Interesting. I have not picked my treadmill show yet. I have. We just got Disney Plus, and that's awesome. Um, <laughs> not a sponsor. No, not a sponsor. But it is awesome. And there's like a whole bunch of funny little shows from my childhood in there. So I've really been enjoying watching Boy Meets World again. Oh, my God. And I really think I might pick Boy Meets World for that 30 minutes because I think it's hysterical. <laughs> So it might be that. It might be something else, though. I don't know. I'll have to look. Yay. Yay. To be fair, I've been using Disney Plus also with this reboot. Oh, really? Yeah. What are you watching? <laughs> you don't want to know. I do want to know. Is uh, it Gummy Bears? No, it hasn't. Although I tried to Snorks? get... Snorks? Is I that tried... on there? No. Mm-hmm. That's Hanna-Barbera, Hanna isn't it? Who Who know. owns that now? I don't know. Um, Actually, I try... speaking of Gummy Bears, before I answer your question... <laughs> I tried to get uh, kid number four hooked on gummy bears, and she's like, "Oh, they're cute. This is weird." And she lost interest. She, she. And then we turned on like a a second episode, and the other kids are like, "What is this?" Yeah, they're a little bit more interested. But anyway, no, I've actually because uh, I was looking for something, and all the other shows I had been watching, I'd already gotten through. So I'm like, "All right, well, we got Disney Plus. What's on here that can get lots of episodes out of, not just like a movie?" So I've been doing Star Wars, The Clone Wars. <laughs> like so, with the Legos? No. Oh. And then I uh, I get on, I'll do like three episodes of that, and then That's I know it's time funny. to get off, which gets me at or a little over an hour. Okay. Yeah. So that's right. what's working well, right I now. When I finish that, then it's back to the drawing board. Any more board. embarrassing than me using Boy Meets World as uh, a, a little TV bit. show? Are, actually, Boy Meets World is a little bit more. No. It is hysterical. They made Eric Matthew, the character Eric Matthews, so freaking stupid on that show towards the end that it is just wildly hysterical. It is. Whatever. And you, you I, know don't, what? I don't even have to come there, back for that. You don't have to watch it. Yeah. It's just for me. Don't have to come back It for needs that. to be motivating for me, and it will be. So that's all that matters. Your opinion doesn't matter at this point. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Lick it, woman. No. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes back to look okay. it. Okay. 
that's enough of that. Yeah. In terms of what we're doing, I think it's a given that we'll be talking about it on future podcast episodes. For sure. In progress. Mm -hmm. So there's that too. Yep. All right. Those are quick and easy tips. You got anything else? Is that it? I think that's it. That's it. We've taught, we've already, uh, we've already covered in other episodes, setting goal setting. We've already gone over making performance plans. We've gone over identifying when it's time to kind of recycle your intervention. Now we're talking about getting rebooting and getting back on track. What do you have a question for you? What's that? Are you going to make a data sheet and stick it onto the fridge for you? No, for you. I'm not. And that's because I can see everything I need to see through my, uh, cause I use a Fitbit, my Fitbit app. Mm-hmm. And I do look at that quite often because my my secondary measure is weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not my primary measure because there's so many factors going to that. But um, that in that same app, I've got my number of steps. I got my the big thing for me, too, is the number of days of exercise. And it tells me, did I do a workout that day? And then also on the exercise, the workouts, I look for the uh, intensity, how many active like high intensity minutes i can also look at the number of active minutes mm-hmm. each day and for the week so i've got all those measures right there and then right next to it on my uh my phone i've got my my diet app, my, my fitness pal that looks at calories i haven't really been going over on calories it's just making sure the macro is balanced out awesome i am going to make a data sheet to stick on the fridge okay i think that having that visual reminder will help me also um i like to see dots filled in i like dots filled in it's just mine's automatically doing it for me it's fine i like the usually paper, i so. love i love data sheets i like making data sheets but if it's automated collection why reinvent the wheel so in this case i'm not going to because if i got it in, it's automatic it's all in one place or in this case two places but on my phone mm-hmm. even the scale is linked to it yeah uh and i like the way it displays it uh, it's you know I'm a little OCD when it comes to the, the re- visual representation of data. But in this case, you know, while it's not perfect, it's not publishable quality. Hmm. It's good enough. Good and enough. that's something you need to tell yourself, too. Even if you are someone coming out of behavioral psychology, good enough. It's uh, when I worked for the Road Commission back in my engineering days, uh, <laughs> we had a phrase good enough for government work, good oh enough for God. county work. <laughs> well, when you're designing a road that's going like five miles and you're off by a few millimeters. Who cares? The way the asphalt spreads, it's it's not the end of the world. Well, I'll the, have to the, trust you on that. Well, Most of us don't have that experience. We're not, you know, you're not doing high preci- precision work. We're not doing advanced electronics. We're not doing nanotechnology. It's, it's actually macro, you know. So it's keep in mind, what do you need this level of precision in what you're doing? Hmm. And sometimes it's just good enough and just don't sweat the small stuff if it doesn't, you know, it's not enough to make a difference. Yeah. 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 Good enough. So I don't need that perfect little break around the data points with the line connecting it where the line doesn't actually touch the point or all these little technical pieces that I used to drill into my students, which was important for them if they wanted to publish and if they wanted to do technically precise work. But in terms of just working out my own personal exercise... And while even when I'm graphing, when I'm graphing performance of my runners, my cross country and my track runners on the jumpers and the throwers, I have all those little pieces that I was taught way back as an undergrad in Dr. Carr's class, research methods <laughs> class, and was drilled into me again when I had research methods as a grad student. And I drilled into my students. Um, he, it doesn't bother me that my Fitbit app 
doesn't match that level of quality. It's like I can read, I can interpret what's going on there, and I understand trends, and I, I can get it. It bothers me. Does it? Is all I'm going you to can't say sleep at night. This. It makes me absolutely crazy. Because you think Dr. Carr would disapprove from your time at never he mind taught, him when he taught you research methods as an undergrad. Never mind him. I disapprove. <laughs> I can't stand it. It drives me bonkers. The same thing happens. Look, if I can in break other areas into of the, my life where the graphs don't look the right. If I could break into the Fitbit app and redesign upset. it, I would. But I can't, and I'm I'm not going to lose sleep over that kind of stuff. I've got bigger uh, bigger fish mm-hmm. to fry in my life. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Now, no, does it bother me when I'm doing something in the uh, behavior analysis realm and somebody gives me a graph which does not match those criteria? Oh, hell yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we got bigger problems in this world than running around and making sure everyone graphs the way that I approve of. <laughs> you know, just getting people to graph and visually represent data would be an achievement. Not everybody does it. So when they are doing it and you do have something where you can get a good readout and it makes sense, I'm willing to accept the way it looks. Mm -hmm. That was a fun tangent. Yeah. This should just be the tangent episode. Tangents. 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 All right. Well, good luck on your week. Thank you. Good luck to you, too. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And with that, we do have one other thing that ties into this getting back on track. Ooh. The Red Arrow Challenge. Yay! Let's update our weekly winners. And for those who haven't listened, we're 41 episodes in now, people. Now, granted, the first two episodes, we didn't talk about it too much. But uh, starting with that third episode, the Red Arrow Challenge is our weekly multi-sport challenge. Fitness workout piece. We've got... Not as many as we had over the summer. We still have active members working on this. Mm-hmm. It's free to sign up, free to get a username. You go and do your exercise, and then you turn in your totals in online, and we give a shout-out to the champions in each age group each week on the podcast. Yep. So for the most recent week... Swimming. Not a lot of swimming going on, but 20 to 29, Gator Boy was on top. Running. 9 and under, Easy E, 10 to 19. Nobody. 20 to 29, Super Mario, 30 to 39, Wildcat, 40 to 49, Sarah, 906, 50 to 59, Johnny B. Good, 60 to 69, nobody, no one older than that. And for our featured members, me. Walking. Nine and under, Yellow Ninja, 10 to 19, Lucky Dude, 20 to 29, Smytha, 30 to 39, Wildcat, 40 to 49, Vino Mia, 50 to 59, A.R. Miller, 60 to 69, Kilogram Ill. And for our featured members, me. Biking on road. 20 to 29, Gator Boy, 30 to 39, Cyclopath, and no one in the age categories older than that. Biking Off-Road. Was a tie. 20 to 29, Smytha and Super Mario. Sit down paddling. 20 to 29, Gator Boy, 30 to 39, Rando 7, 40 to 49, Tim 906. Stand up paddling. 20 to 29, H. Kaner 305, and 30 to 39, Wildcat. Cross-country skiing. The usual, 40 to 49, El Tiburon 95, and 50 to 59, Big Juan 64. Skating. Kind of emptied out, but 20 to 29, Gator Boy. Hockey. 
9 and under, nobody. 10 to 19, lucky dude. 20 to 29, Lexi with two X's. 30 to 39, nobody. 40 to 49, Coach T. Nobody older than that. And for our featured members, me. How is hockey taking place? Well, it's happening. It's, uh... Michigan's locked down. The rest of the country isn't all the way locked down. There are options if you know people and places and you're willing to hop in your car and travel. Jesus. Yeah. Okie dokie. Yeah. But I noticed there is a significant drop off this week. And since, uh, I don't know, we got, apparently we got a bunch of Michigan members. So, because it is some regulars who have been playing lots of hockey suddenly fell off the map on that. Points. Nine and under, Yellow Ninja, 10 to 19, Lucky Dude, 20 to 29, Gator Boy, 30 to 39, Wildcat, 40 to 49, Sarah, 906, 50 to 59, Johnny B. Good, 60 to 69, Kilogram Mill, featured member was me over you. <laughs> lick it. It all comes back to lick it. <laughs> the running gag in your family, the For running gag sure. in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, hell. With that, <laughs> let's just call it an episode. Okay. All right. This has been the most recent episode of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. We drop new episodes every week. Check them out. You can find them wherever you find your podcasts. But, you know, also look at our link tree with lots of links on there. Linktr.ee slash Red Arrow HW. Until next week, though, Jess, it's been fun. Loads of fun. Bye. Bye.